0: Welcome to the Womb Happy Hour with Lorraine Giordano. It's time to connect with your feminine energy center, your own body, to achieve anything that your heart desires. It's a discussion about a place you may have not discussed so much, the place down there. Now, here is your host, Lorraine Giordano.
1: Hello and welcome. I hope you're having a blissful day. You're listening to the Womb Happy Hour. I'm your energetic, intuitive healing host, Lorraine Giordano. I'd love to make a connection with you. You can like me on Facebook at Inspired2Health. You can follow me on Twitter at Inspire2Health. And you can connect with me on LinkedIn at Lorraine.Giordano. And I'll spell my name. It's L-O-R-R-A-I-N-E Giordano, G-I-O-R-D-A-N-O. So today's episode is very interesting we're going to explore ways to awaken to your original bliss blueprint. And so to quote our lovely guest today and her name is Nicole Katzender. This is her quote as women we are timekeepers. We are creatures of our cyclic nature. Our womb and sacred sacred blood are powerful gateways to connecting to that original bliss blueprint. Pretty cool. All right, so Nicole Katzender is a womb shaman, and she is the creatrix of wombbliss.com. And she's a powerful force to help others connect and merge to their heart and womb. So to connect to Nicole, you can like her on Facebook at wombbliss, and I'll spell that out, W-O-M-B-B-L-I-S-S, and on Instagram, she's... um, you can connect with her at womb underscore bliss, and I highly recommend that you check out her website, wombbliss.com, and that is spelled W-O-M-B-L-I-S-S dot com. And so, Nicole, welcome to the Womb Happy Hour. Yay!
2: Thank you for having me here.
1: So happy to have you on.
2: Yeah. Tell the listeners where you're at. So I'm in Austria, in Eisenstadt. Um, It's a small town, uh, 50 kilometers from Vienna. It's a very cute town, and uh, it's actually interesting because close to my house there is a church um, that has a black, brown Madonna. Uh, Not a statue, but a picture of a black Madonna. So it's very synchronistical. Uh, considering this womb path.
1: Yes, and you've had quite an extraordinary womb path. So, before we get into that, because um, I started off the show with the word bliss, and that is your um, that is the womb bliss is the intention that you're sending out to people. So. Just so our listeners know, what does bliss mean to you? How would you describe bliss? Because I think bliss is such a, it's a great, um, powerful word, and it's not often used enough. So how would you, what does bliss mean to you?
2: So yes, I agree with you. It's a powerful word. And when it came to me, I was a little bit hesitant to use it, uh, because usually it can have a connotation to, you know, sexual bliss, for example, Uh, but to me bliss it's a frequency it's a state of being that it's innate to us it's our ability to connect um, to life to the creative force and to co-create with it so it's a deep knowing and trusting in life um, trusting that no matter what goes on in your life um, you know life got you so it's you know, not to be utopical to say that bliss, you feel bliss every day in single minute of your life because truly we are here as humans. So we're going to experience challenges. We're going to have days that we feel angry, we feel down. But that, you know, that deep feeling that knows that everything is going to be okay, that life has you even when you're spiraling down. Uh, so even when things are challenging and difficult. So to me, it's this... Birthright, you know, this, it's this emotional state that links us to everything on, on the planet and on the cosmos. Um, that's how I would describe bliss. <laughs> that's beautiful. That's very beautifully said. So
1: I'm very curious, what called you to open for bliss? What, what, what helped you create that connection to even open up to bliss?
2: So I think pain, emotion of pain is what really um, pushed me to open for bliss. So I, you know, I've had a pretty um, interesting childhood and growing up, but a lot of emotional pain uh, as a child with, you know, separation of my parents, etc. But I really do feel that from from a young age, I had this knowing and just like I said before, bliss, it is innate to us, you know, it is within our body within every cell of our being so we just forgotten so throughout my experiences you know i i would say that although i always felt this connection to life um to to bliss and to love i was depressed you know and bored pretty much all my life i mean there was many things that were missing uh when i was 20 i moved to new york and I had an amazing, interesting initiation, you know, living in New York for nine years during my 20s. Um, and it was during a relationship in um, this longing for union, this longing to be in a sacred relationship where I'm honored fully as a woman, where my womb is honored, that I think this spark, you know, this this innate feeling started to come fully online, and then of course everything started to synchronize, and synchronicities started to take place. And it was, I think, back in two thousand twelve, I started taking a course, online course, "Women uh, in Blissness," so to help women to manifest their their twin soul. But in order to do that, we should be, you know, manifesting our bliss in the form of business. Not only that, but In the form of bliss uh, of a business and you know one thing led to another I started studying with an amazing woman that was teaching um, how to awaken the full potential of your DNA by connecting to this bliss instinct that Mm. she says and I agree with it from my personal experience that lives within every gland of our body so that's when everything you know I started like open for bliss, follow your bliss, and one thing led to another, and one very interesting thing that I I would like to share is that I was really, you know, of course, just to parenthesis, our bliss is always changing, this is how I see it, but I was living my bliss in 2013, I was traveling, Um, I went to, to Croatia with my mom, and then after to Serbia, and then into to Israel. And I had a boyfriend at the time that we were not together, but it was a difficult situation. I knew that it wouldn't really work, but that was this deep longing, you know, this huge healing that was taking place for me in relation to relationships. And somehow he he couldn't accept the fact that I didn't want to be with him anymore. And as I was living my bliss and traveling and connecting with people and opening deeper and deeper into my process, I was studying uh, with the DNA activation program. And he just did something uh, horrible, you know, and, and tried to take my bliss away, um, not to get into details. So that's, you know the process just started going deeper so i had a really while i was in israel i remained strong to my to my you know path of following and opening to bliss but then you when didn't
1: I, let him You didn't let him take you off path.
2: I didn't because I was traveling. I was not in my, you know, in my house, let's say I was traveling. So it was easier to remain on that. Right. But when I came back to New York, oh, my goodness, I was like depressed. You know, I mean, luckily, my mom flew back uh, to New York with me and um yeah, so um, luckily I had her support. But I went. then I went through this, like, journey of depression and, like, trying to figure out why I couldn't let go of him in my life, even that I knew that he was not the right person. Or he. let's say I didn't know he wasn't the right person, but I knew he was not honoring the way that I felt that I needed to be honored. Yeah. Yeah, so and then, you know, the story continues. <laughs> but... Um, but let me ask you this though. So when
1: you came back to New York and you were um having a hard time, mm-hmm. did you still have moments of bliss? Because even in our dark dark times, right? Like because sometimes life gets tough. You, yes. Did you still have moments of bliss that kinda helped buoy you along the way?
2: Yes, yes. A hundred percent, you know, a hundred percent. But I feel that that's what I mentioned before, you know, that's the downward spiral. Like, you know, sometimes we are going up in the spiral and sometimes we're going down. And because, you know, we we hit this dark moments, that doesn't mean that um, we're going to stay there. It just means that it's going to take us deeper. And that's what I would like to share, you know, after what happened after this um couple months of um, feeling down and trying to understand why I couldn't let this go. like let this man out of my life and um, and how things change, you know? so
1: and so we're gonna take a break. but um even before we go deeper into your story, For listeners about, um, let's say for any listener who says, I've never felt bliss or I don't know what bliss even means to me. Do you have a tip or a suggestion, a way of just one simple thing that they can do to kind of?
2: Yes, yes. So take a moment to close your eyes and feel into your body. And maybe because maybe if you didn't feel this before, if you if you never experienced that, you might not feel it the first time. But take a moment just to drop your awareness, to drop your your mind into your body. You know we're very often living from the mind. You know we're not in the heart or the womb. So or in the body, we're very much in the mind. So that can be very powerful, just taking a moment to stop, you know, close your eyes and just feel your body. And even if you don't feel anything, you know, but just your intention to connecting with your body and connecting to this bliss blueprint that lives within you will awaken that, you know, because it's there, it's just dormant or sleeping or half sleep, you know, but it's there
1: and it's um and i think that's a great powerful simple suggestion um just calling on it will help you know allow yeah, it to kind of like, emerge right
2: yes and feeling on it like like you know it's just like um it's there you know like kind of like Um, you know um, how would you say that it's their you know longing to be felt you know but because of the experiences we have in life or because maybe our everyday life we forget to connect with it but once we just bring our awareness and like I said it might not happen at the first moment or the first time but if you want to if you long for it I can for personal experience I can guarantee you will arrive to you if you're and, long, and, you.
1: sorry, and on that note we're gonna have to take a break. Yeah, but we're gonna continue the conversation and we'll be back in two minutes.
3: Your life, your health, your network. You're listening to Voice America Health and Wellness.
0: 11 a.m. Eastern on Voice America Health and Wellness.
3: Have you become a member yet? Sign up now to become a member of Voice America. It's always free and easy. Plus, you get to take advantage of some great member benefits. Get unlimited access to millions of hours of on-demand content across all of our channels. Keep track of your favorite episodes, shows, and hosts in your own customizable library. Find out what shows you might be interested in based on your favorites. Plus, you get insider access with our newsletter. Membership gives you more. Sign up at voiceamerica.com and click register at the top right. Real Life Solutions. Voice America Health & Wellness.
0: You are listening to the Womb Happy Hour. To reach Lorraine Giordano, her guest, or if you have a comment on the show, please call in to 1 866 472 5792. That's 1 866 472 5792. Or send an email to info at inspiredtohealth.net. Now back to the Womb Happy Hour. Hi, everyone.
1: We're back. You're listening to the Womb Happy Hour. This is Lorraine Giordano, your host. And we are joined today on this blissful episode with Nicole Katzender, who is a womb shaman and uh, whose intention is to uh, allow people to connect and feel bliss through their original blue, uh, bliss blueprint. So prior to break, Nicole was sharing a simple way, so let's say if you're not that, if this feeling bliss is a new concept or something that you'd never really even considered. Um, Nicole, what was your quick tip
2: again? Yeah. So just to take a moment um, of your day and close your eyes. If you feel, I think it's more powerful when you close your eyes and then just drop your awareness to your body and allow your, your, your mind to relax as you feel into your body. And that can be something very powerful. So just, Wanting to feel this bliss blueprint that lives in every cell of your being, in every organ of your being, and it's there, longing to be felt, to be awakened, to be um, expressed. So just just a simple practice, you know. You might not feel you might not feel it the first time. You might feel it the first time, but I I can almost guarantee from personal experience that you will feel at one point. Um, sometimes we have things in the way, I mean, not sometimes, all the time. We have things in the way preventing us from from actually feeling um, this blissful um, um, frequency that lives within our body, and of course, that lives in everywhere in nature and creation, but um, our longing and wanting to connect, um, it's a it's a beautiful gateway to. To connect with that and to awaken that and ignite your bliss in your life so you can follow, you know, your bliss.
1: Thank you for sharing that. So, Nicole, you're you're very focused on helping women connect to their womb bliss. So what led you to connect with your womb?
2: So, um... Back when I was experiencing this opening for bliss, uh, back in 2012, um, I had a session with a sister and she gave me a session and she shared with me that I should start connecting with my womb and visualizing a light in my womb is at the time, um, I was often living in New York, you know, the the whole working and everything, I was very stressed and, and angry at times. Um, so I was not able to, you know, I was, I was having all those emotions in my womb. So she saw that in the session and she shared it with me. So I think that was really the, the starting point, so to say, uh, and then back to what was happening when I, when I had this boyfriend, you know, I was in Israel and, and came back to New York feeling depressed, A few months later, I went to India, and India really took me in this journey also into opening to this feminine wisdom that lives inside of my body, just being there and connecting with the women, um, not even exchanging words, but just, you know, being observant to the way that they're... Oop, that's Louie, a woman just made a womb connection. (laughs) So... Just, just you know, being in their presence and observing them for me, I feel like that was a, a major awakening as well. You know, connecting with my womb. I started while in the strip, I started reading the book "Women That Run With Wolves." You know, which was which is a powerful book. I would definitely recommend. Um, and forward to 2000, to two thousand fourteen um, September, I started a beautiful journey with cool. this school. With Womb Awakening. So I feel like that was the missing key into my into my work. You know, I was first um, called to open for bliss. And then, you know, two years later, I think, yeah, I found Womb Awakening. So for me, connecting with my womb um, in this beautiful way that is proposed by Fountain of Light has changed my life in a way that I cannot even put in words. So it was like all the missing keys um, that was necessary in order for me to anchor in birth my bliss uh, to the extent that I'm living right now um it was you know I found by by awakening the power of my womb by connecting with my womb
1: and that journey sounds-
2: with my womb
1: yeah that sounds pretty powerful so the Kali pre- when you talked about Kali you did a Kali procession did you say so yes yes yeah, Kali so- is the goddess of creation and destruction right can you talk a little bit about Kali
2: Yes. So Kali, it's often depicted by, yes, like the, 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 you know, the, the goddess with her tongue out, um, in, in her belt she has heads you know of men so she has this depiction of being like a you know angry goddess and you know like you said the destruction and creation but I really feel that she's just this process of the feminine that we go every month you know as a death and rebirth through our cycle, through our menstrual cycle so um it was really powerful to be invited by a local to participate of this Kali procession and i don't really know what took place there on on a really energetical level but it was very very powerful to presence um, to experience and to be present in, in their ritual and how they do the ritual. And they, you know, I don't know if you call shaman, but you had like a shaman, Indian type of shaman, doing the ritual and, you know, some very interesting things. So Kali, for me, um, she just like Isis as well, you know, and, and many other um, names. Yeah, name for the goddesses. Um, they have been guiding me to to these places, you know, to these experiences, in order to in order to tap into this, you know, to this potential that lives in every women womb. You know, it's 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 there, wanting to be to be felt. To be able.
1: yes, and and with our menstrual flow, our monthly menstrual flow, it is that. Um that part of nature that is with us that you know that the our lining thickens and then it releases and then we bleed. And so how conscious uh, menstruation has as far as conscious menstruation, how has that helped you with connecting to your womb and your bliss?
2: So that was also a process that kind of I can't really pinpoint, but it happened a little bit together, you know, um, that I have decided to stop using uh, regular pads. And I got myself the, the moon cup and um, I was guided. I, maybe I read in the internet. I don't remember exactly, but I, I felt like it was it feels like it was an intuition to gift my blood back to the earth. And. I feel that that's really what ignited all this beautiful events that brought me to womb awakening, you know, to awakening my womb um, into, into really dropping in to my womb space, you know, and in claiming the gifts that lives there in claiming the gifts of being a woman. So I would, I would say that for me, it's like I used to suffer a lot with PMSing, you know, that was one of the reasons that I was, you know, angry and stressed and anxious, you know, it was during that p- part of my cycle that I used to get, you know, all this crazy, nervous, you know, feelings and emotions and as soon as I started to conscious connect with my womb and visualize light in my womb and gift my blood and you know I didn't take pills when I felt pain even if I did feel pain like I didn't take it I started you you know researching about what kind of herbs I could use and I can say that now I really don't feel when I'm gonna get, you know, my period, or when I have my period, it doesn't, it doesn't, it doesn't have any symptoms. And of course, I feel like it's normal to have this, um, you know, the cycle. It's normal. Maybe a little bit before the period, you might feel soft and sensitive. Or during the period, you feel soft, and you might cry when you watch something. That's normal. But what I used to experience before, and what I know that many women experience, like this crazy emotional mood swings and, and, and headaches and migraines and all of that, that's really your womb asking for attention, you know, like that's your womb talking to you and say, please connect with me, please communicate with me, please like acknowledge that I'm here, that I exist, you know, and that I'm, I am a powerful gateway for you to birth your creations into this reality.
1: And did you find that um, you rested more? Because there's a lot of, especially women in the West, they they, they just kind of push through their periods, whether they have um, very painful periods or, you know, they just still are on the go, 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 the hustle, bustle. Do you feel like you honored some sacred downtime?
2: Yes. Yes. A hundred percent. Like I usually, when it's possible, the first three days of my period, I'm home. You know, I don't go outside. I stay home. You know, I give myself the time to not do anything or to do whatever I want to do. Um, I mean, fortunately I have this, um, this gift in my life that I'm able to, but I would, you know, that's something that I feel like it's extremely important is to give This break, you know, allow yourself just to menstruate, you know, not only physically menstruating, but also emotionally and mentally menstruating. And for that, it's important to take this time, you know, to be to be alone. You know, sometimes even it's I prefer to be alone. I mean, I have my beloved that lives with me, but, you know, uh, I'd rather not be in contact with other people outside. But in the cold time. Yes, yes. And
1: another thing. Sorry. Sorry, I'm going to have to interrupt you because we're going to have to take a break, but we'll pick it up. Okay. When we come back from break in two minutes.
3: Opinions, options, answers. You're listening to Voice America Health and Wellness. your health where you think it should be if you're like most people the answer is probably not Where can you get the answers you need to get on the right track? The answers start on Occupy Health. Each week, host Dr. Susan Downs and her guest experts will answer your questions, as well as prepare you for questions you'll want to ask your health provider. You'll want to plan for your optimal health with Occupy Health. Listen Fridays at 11 a.m. Pacific Time, 2 p.m. Eastern Time, on Voice America Health & Wellness. Your favorite Voice America Talk Radio Network shows and hosts are in your car, outdoors, and wherever you need them. Them to be listen anywhere get our mobile app for iphone blackberry or android at the apple itunes app store blackberry app world or android market learn more live better voice america health and wellness
0: you are listening to the womb happy hour to reach lorraine giordano her guest or if you have a comment on the show please call in to 1-866-472-5792 that's 1-866-472-5792 or send an email to info at inspiredtohealth.net now back to the womb happy hour hi everybody you're back we're back and we're listening you're listening to the womb
1: happy hour this is Lorraine Giordano, your host, and the beautiful, womb-blissful Nicole Katzender is with us, and we're talking about she's sharing uh, ways to connect to the womb and her womb journey, and um, so, Nicole. Yes. We were talking about the the differences, um, the more you connected to your womb, the the better you felt, the less PMS symptoms, the less uh, emotional roller coaster, let's say, that you were experiencing. That's pretty dramatic.
2: Yes, yes. I mean, I don't want to to say that it was, you know, within a month, it was a journey, you know. Of course, when I arrived to Womb Awakening um, with Fountain of Life back in 2014, um, I was already, you know, for a a couple for a few years using the moon cup and gifting my, my blood to the earth. So I was already not experiencing, um, you know, PMSing and pain. Uh, but when I first started, you know, it was a process, you know, it took time. And like I was saying before, it feels like to me, it's clear that it's the womb asking for attention when we have this crazy, crazy symptoms, you know, and, and we have the pain, you know, we we are meant, we are cyclical, you know, beings. So we are meant to be connected with our cycles, uh, especially as women, as women, we are meant to, to, to connect and to honor that. And like you were saying, take time. Downtime if it's possible. And I wanted to share something that um, it's also very important to me. It's when I have my period, I always keep um, something in my in my womb. So like a blanket or, you know, whatever, like a scarf, whatever you you have available, if you are home, of course, and if you're not home, if you have to go to work or go outside, make sure that you keep this area warm, because that makes such a big difference. Um, When, you know, even if you have just a little bit of pain or discomfort, when you keep the area warm, you know, you feel like it's happy, you know, your womb is happy.
1: Yeah. Now, do do you often take uh, Yoni steam baths?
2: Yes, I do. Um, I love them. Um, I do it actually myself at home, so I do take it, but not during um, not during the period. Not
1: during your period.
2: Yes, yes. That's something you do it before or after, and I love it. Uh, I think it's so important, and you're your yoni you know aka vagina feels very happy when you do it and also your womb and it's a perfect way to connect you know with these parts of your body so why you're even if you do it and I'm sure in New York you have places that offer or I mean there's many practitioners that offer too so yes it's a yes great, yeah
1: and I think um What's important, especially for the time that we're in, uh, Nicole, is that we're we're balancing divine feminine energy with divine masculine energy. So as far as when we get our periods, when we menstruate, it is a time to just allow ourselves to be rather than focusing on the do, 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 pushing through, trying to get so much things done. So what are your thoughts on the balancing between divine feminine energy and divine masculine energy?
2: So I agree with you 100%. And you you said it very beautifully. So we are often just doing, 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 doing. And that's the masculine way. And that's very important. And I can say that for myself because... I love just to be, you know? And I can see that that's not balance either, you know? Because, you know, if you're just be and you don't do, so then you're not birthing. Uh, my mentor and the founder of, uh, one of the founders of Fountain of Life, she said one thing one time that stayed with me, uh, Saren Bertrand. She said, um, to birth, you know, a child. You have to be practical, you know. So for me, like this practicality of the masculine, it's so important, just as it's important to to be and to flow, you know. So um, these two um, frequencies that lives within us, the divine masculine and the divine feminine, and our feminine and masculine frequencies and energies need to be in balance. So we need to have time of doing Taking action, being in time of just, you know, planning and visualizing and um, uh, floating, you know, and just being in this like divine ocean of love, you know, which is the feminine to me. But then you cannot just stay there because we are here. You know, we are here in this planet. We are here to to birth our projects into into reality. So we have to take action. But it's for me. It feels in my personal journey. It feels very important to have the balance between these two. Um, and I feel like if for anyone that wants to to awaken their womb or to follow their bliss, they're going to have to have this balance. Otherwise, you know, at one point you might feel depleted if you're just, or you might feel down if you're just, you know, visualizing your bliss or dreaming your bliss, but you're not taking action to go forward to your bliss, then, you know, it's it's not going to happen. Or it could happen, but it's not going to happen to the extent that you, you would like to happen. Or maybe not as sustainable. It may be exactly sustainable. Yeah, that's the word.
1: Um, So, Nicole, you've mentioned the Fountain of Life a couple of times. So, for listeners who aren't familiar, and actually, um, Azra and Saren will be on the show in a few weeks, but can you, yeah, which is awesome. So excited. Um, But can you just talk a little bit about their work and, and your experience?
2: Yes. So, um, like I mentioned before, I came across Fountain of Life. Well, I was already in their newsletter, but uh, a sister in New York, um, uh, guided me to, to their courses and I started with their 40 days womb awakening. So basically the work that Saren and Azra are, have birth, you know, with Fountain of Life, it's. It's the most beautiful. I don't. I don't like to say that. That's the most the most powerful because I don't like to say that. But to me, it's the most powerful uh, path to awakening your womb. Um, it's just combined all the beautiful um, philosophies, you know, from the East and the West with modern science into, you know, a beautiful, mystical, but practical, you know, it's a merge, like you were saying before, it's a merge of the divine masculine and divine feminine on a, on a school level, right? On the mystical school level. So for me, my path with it has been very, very powerful. I started in 2014, I did the first, you know, my first course, which was the 40 days womb Awakening. And then I decided to continue my studies and I went with the night with their nine moon apprenticeship. And I just had an amazing, amazing journey. I was guided to go to Egypt during my first course and I heard the calling actually Maat, the goddess of justice, um, guided me to that, to go to Egypt. And while I was in Egypt, I stayed there for the nine months the nine moons of my apprenticeship and I continue studying with them. And I now mentor womb awakening courses, um, online courses. And I also offer workshops, um, in Egypt, in Sardinia, in, in Europe, I mean, in Austria. So, yeah, I mean, it's the most, um, how can I say that it's the most powerful avenue to awaken your womb. If you if you're interested into that and you feel the calling, it's extremely powerful. It's extremely transformative. Um it will change your life. It will change. And that's what really what we need and it's not only for women. I mean I know that most of your listeners probably are women, but it's also this is a path for men as well, because men also have an energetic womb. They might not have a physical, but they have an energetic womb, and we say it hara. So they also have this creative power uh, and this birthing power. So it's it's a, also a men's journey, and that's what we need right now into the planet. You know, we need to to come back to this womb consciousness that it's going to rebirth the world to bring us As back it. into balance. So yes. Nicole, what
1: I what I love about um, you know, after talking to you a bit, you've traveled to many different countries. And so you've learned a lot. Um, you've had like unique experiences with, with women of different cultures. So we're going to have to take a break in, the, in a couple of minutes. But can you start to, to share with our listeners what some of the um, observations you've noticed? Yeah.
2: Yeah, so for me, it was really powerful at this time when I was in Egypt uh, during my, my apprenticeship with uh, Womb Awakening. I was living in Sinai uh, by the Red Sea in a beautiful city called Dahab. And interesting enough, I met a beautiful family of uh, women. Well, I, bet I met the mother, the daughter and the sister of um, Bedouin women. And I became very close friends with them, and I spent a lot of time with them, and they invited me. I don't know if the listeners are familiar with Bedouins, but uh, as women, they have their own, um, you know, they're not really allowed to do many things, you know, they cannot go far, they cannot go where everyone goes. But to me, spending time with them and going to to a beach where they're allowed to go and going to the mountains where they're allowed to go, you know, having like a family member driving us there, um, I, was a- I was able to witness and to be around them and feel how present they are into their femininity.
1: And on that note, can we pause and then we'll pick yes. it up
3: after the break?
0: The Healing Whisper airs live every Friday at 11 a.m. Eastern Time, 8 a.m. Pacific, on Voice America Health & Wellness.
3: Looking for exciting video content live and on demand? Visit www.voiceamerica.tv for exclusive content you just can't find anywhere else. That's voiceamerica.tv. Tune in now. Opinions, options, answers. Voice America Health & Wellness.
0: You are listening to The Womb Happy Hour. To reach Lorraine Giordano, her guest, or if you have a comment on the show, please call in to 1-866-472-5792. That's 1-866-472-5792. Or send an email to info at inspiredtohealth.net. Now back to The Womb Happy Hour.
1: Hi, everybody. We're back from break. This is Lorraine Giordano, host of The Womb Happy Hour. We are here with the... uh, amazing lovely nicole Katzinger of wombbliss.com and uh, nicole you were before we were breaking you were talking about your experience um, spending time with bedouin women and how you noticed you were struck by their femininity so can you can you pick up where you
2: left off yes so Um, like I said, they don't have the freedom. Um, well, I didn't say, but they don't have the freedom. I spend much time with them. They don't have the freedom that I had, for example, to go as I wanted or to travel, but spending time in being in their presence and witnessing them. Uh, to me, it felt such a huge initiation just observing the way that they are present in their body, and in being a woman. So it's kind of paradoxical. It's hard to really put in words. But um, I would say that I felt that they're more free in their feminine power than we are. When I say we, I mean not generalizing, but us from the West. I guess because we we had to experience this, you know, um, all this freedom and equality in relation to men, and they don't really have much choice when it comes to that.
3: Yeah. But
2: you know, yeah, it feels like maybe it's like that. It's hard because I don't want to, I don't want to say it is or it isn't. But to me, it just felt, you know, again with my body and in the synchronicities I experience and and the way they behave, they just they just know that you know, they know their value, let's put it like that, you know, again, not generalizing, but the ones that I was exposed to, I felt like they knew their value, they knew that they needed to be honored, they honored their femininity, even that they don't have the freedom to go as they wish, but still, they have that freedom to be the women that they are. Um, so it's something that, and I felt also a bit of that in India, you know, in a different level because they were not Bedouin women and they were free. So to say they were out, you know, selling things in the beach. And there was one particular girl that I bought this beautiful bracelets, um, uh, bracelets from her. And she was 15 years old and the friend that was with me at the time, a guy friend, he was like, don't buy from this girl. It's fake. You know, it's not brass. And the way that she stand there in her power without fighting, without arguing, um, but just there knowing, you know, like it's hard to put in words, but it's knowing your power as a woman. Even when you actually have zero, because India is also a country where women experience so many atrocities. You know, I mean, not yeah. that that happen everywhere in the world. Because I mean, to be honest, in Brazil that happened. You know, in the United States, States, sure, in Austria, you know, everywhere. But there, that you know, we hear so many crazy things. But yeah, you know, there was such a power on the way that she stand and and she she fought well without fighting, but she explained, well, she didn't explain herself, but she told this man that was a foreigner to her that no, she was not lying. That was real. You know, that was brass. So for me, I feel like I treasure so much all these beautiful experiences that I had traveling uh, to the places I've been. I treasure so much, you know, they lived, they live in my heart, in my womb, in my mind, because they gifted me many things simply by their present, just by being themselves. Oh,
1: that's beautiful.
2: Yeah. Yeah. I so remember. I have, oh, go yeah. ahead. Sorry. And I just want to say quickly, I just remind, I remember one time in Jamaica, I was with a friend and there was a woman that lived in the neighborhood. She was my age at the time. I was 27 and she had two kids. And she didn't have, you know, teeth in her mouth, basically. And she was smiling all the time. She didn't really have what to feed her children. But I didn't see one time this woman in a sad phase, in a depressive phase, you know? So to me, I just, you know, we have, we can learn. I mean, I'm, I love traveling and I think we can learn so much when we get to know other cultures and we go to different places and we experience, especially as women and we experience uh, and we, um, We are present by what they live, you know, and how they live that can shine so much light in our life and and give us the the gift to realize that we actually we have a lot, you know, we have a lot of tools in in a lot of um, um, uh, important things that can help us to to shift, you know, the world. And I think
1: that this is an important time for supporting one another supporting women and for collaboration so you touched on it a little bit but and we're gonna have to break soon but can you share a bit about the work that you're doing and how you're you're helping women help themselves with the work that you're doing with Wombless?
2: yeah so yeah Womb list um so i'm offering workshops um In different parts of the world, mentoring the courses with Fountain of Life. And I also have a mentorship program um, to help women embody their bliss. Um, Actually, I would say men as well, but my focus is women. So, to help women embody their bliss, I also offer um, in person and Skype sessions, uh, one on one. But I'm very, um, I'm very, for me, it's really important to have a mentorship program because usually in one session you might tap into a um, something powerful, but, you know, usually we want to go deeper into that. So the workshops is also very beautiful. I'm collaborating with beautiful women uh, when I do this workshops. Um, and, yeah, so women and, can connect with me. Yeah. Oh, no, go ahead women can connect with me with my in my website and or in my facebook and uh, we can talk about you know i'm i'm at the moment offering um, discovery sessions so we can go into and see what how can we work together and what's important for you at the moment um, yeah
1: so i'd like to share um, nicole's facebook page is at wombbliss w o m b b l i s s and on Instagram, it's womb underscore bliss. And then, please check out her website at www Well, it's spelled And so, Nicole, thank you so much for being such an amazing, lovely guest.
2: Thank you so much for having me here. It's a pleasure. It's a pleasure and honor. Yes, yeah. and
1: we'll have to keep in touch, and maybe we'll have to do another show in the future. I hope. As, so. I yes. hope so. That would be fun. And so, thank you, yeah. listeners, for joining in. This is uh, this is an important time to connect to your womb and uh, seek out support. So, whether it's through Nicole um, or through any support system that's out there there are ways to connect magical miraculous changes can can occur um, especially if you feel like you you might be feeling stuck and and being in pain with your with your womb so thank you for joining everybody remember to take some deep breaths connect down into your body and uh, send a little love and light to your womb i'm your host lorraine giordano you're listening to the womb happy hour And we'll be back next week. Thank you, everybody.
0: Thank you for joining us for the Womb Happy Hour. Be sure to tune in again for another edition featuring your host, Lorraine Giordano, next Wednesday at 3 p.m. Pacific Time, 6 p.m. Eastern Time on the Voice America Health and Wellness Channel. Have an excellent week.